So, you know, what, what's amazing to me, I was just telling Daryl that the uh, um, last part of last year, I was, we were in the office. Um, I have a number of guys that are part of my either security or armor bearer. And, and really for me, it's, it's more about mentorship with these guys than it is anything else. And I was telling them, I said, I just feel like this next season, there's a demand for me to train entrepreneurs. And so I'm in, it's literally listed in my, my list of things to put together one day, you know, uh, someday soon. And then you call and then here it is. You know, you can feel when certain assignments are coming upon your life. Can't, you can, right? And, and so it, it really is amazing that you would call upon me to do something like this one. I literally just said this to uh, the guys as part of our mentorship. You know, I want to, I want to, we talk, I know we're talking about uh, managing multiple endeavors today. Um, but I'm going to start out with something that happened today. So I had no idea what I was coming into. None whatsoever. I thought I was going to have a podium. And I thought I was going to just work. <laughs> work through a lesson and, and do what I normally do, right? When I came in, she's like, you're going to be sitting here. I'm like, oh, so this is a talk show. <laughs> now, right? Say we blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be bent out of shape. The first, the first key to staying in business is you got to be able to adjust quickly when things are changing. That's, that's the first thing right there. You think about uh, I'm looking at the age of the crowd. And um, so some of y'all may not remember um, Blockbuster. Remember Blockbuster? Okay, good. I'm in the right room. Y'all remember Sears? All right. Zayers? Okay. No? Okay. No? She don't remember Zayers? What? All right. Toys R Us? What do they all have in common? Nope. They failed to change when change was necessary. They they failed say they failed to adjust. Now I want you to think about this: if Toys R Us and Sears and Zayers and Kmart and so many other huge multi multi billion dollar brands went out of business because they would not they didn't discern that things are changing and then make the change. You don't think that's going to happen to you? Y'all got that? Good people fail because they want to adjust. See, I shall not be moved. No, sometimes you need to be moved in a completely different direction if you realize that things are changing. There are times when you waited too long to move on what God said. And things are now shifting and you didn't move when you should. Now there's a shift happening. You got a great idea in the wrong season. See, and I know I heard God. Yeah, but you didn't move when he told you to. So there's a difference between hearing God and moving when God tells you to. Amen. So we got to be current. Say, I got to be current. I got to be flexible. Say, I got to be flexible. Now, here's another thing I want you to think about, right? You may be offering something great, but does anybody want it? You know, have you really examined that this is something that's needed or in demand, you know, uh, is it unique? Anybody ever read the book, A Blue Ocean Strategy? Raise your hand if you read. See, now that's number one. 
If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to read what, what mega entrepreneurs and thinkers along those lines are reading. Blue Ocean Strategy, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to read it. You can find it on YouTube. Um, uh, uh, look up Blue Ocean Strategy. The cover is a blue ocean. Okay? But it talks about how to be unique, how to, how to make sure that what you're doing is unique and uh, so authentic that you don't compete with anyone else. Now, think about this. Wendy talked about Manifestation Worldwide which is our, our corporate mission and all this stuff. And we started this 20, almost 23 years ago. I had to leave my job to come do what I do now, right? Uh, but if you think about it, right? Manifestation Worldwide is not just a church. Way more than a church, right? And not to be funny, but you can look all around Tampa. You will never find another church that functions the way ours does. You will not find it. Say authenticity. When you are, are authentic, your brand doesn't have to compete with anyone else. Now, I want you to tell somebody what makes you unique is what makes you prosper. What makes your business, your brand different from anybody else? If you're doing the same thing that five other people are doing, four of you are unnecessary. So what, what makes me unique? And I don't have to try to be unique. I am unique. Right. I got but I got to do what's real to me. And that automatically makes me stand out from the crowd. Does that make sense? So uh, these are, I, you know, this is my preamble. But these are really the keys to not just getting into business and getting in the market space, but staying there and being viable. What makes you unique is what makes you prosper. Now, here's another thing is you got to ask uh, how many of you are full time doing your own thing. You are right. All right, so, so how many of you are bivocational? All right, so a couple of, right? So I'm going to ask you if you really want to be successful in your business. Um, do you work your business like your vision is your boss? <laughs> right. Do you work as hard at what you're doing as you did when those people were grinding you for 40 or 50 hours a week? Okay. Because do you what do you do at nighttime other than take care of your family, right? Say both and. Let's look somebody tell you both and. Don't ever think it has to be either or. It's not either I'm gonna be a great mom or I'm gonna be an entrepreneur. I'm gonna be both. It's not either or, it's both and. And so that means to a great degree, being in this space means that you gotta get rid of limiting beliefs, right? Because I don't have help, because I, that's not the truth. Because you have time. And you have opportunity. And here's something even more important right now. You have technology. Technology means that you, you can, hey, you can multitask a lot of things, but it takes intentionality. You got to be real intentional about the use of your time. So our, our topic uh, that Wendy chose was how to manage multiple visions for multiple endeavors. And there's a word that came to me when I started praying about and thinking about this topic today, the, the word is congruence. Y'all got that? Congruence. Anybody know what congruence means in your own definition? All right, I'm going to give it to you because I know you're Googling. <laughs> congruence means agreement or harmony. Compatibility. All right? Agreement or harmony. Compatibility. So 
the uh, the thing I want you to think about, right? Everything you're doing, whatever it is, all right. When you look at all that you're endeavoring to do, because I know we have a lot of multi potentialites in the room, right? Anybody doing multiple things, right? So the question is this: When you look at everything you're doing, do they all harmonize? See, that's the, the key. If you never want to work another day in your life, the key is to make sure that everything you do harmonizes and emanates from your truest values. Simple as that. Do y'all hear what I just said? Say congruence. It means harmony. Like, for example, I, you know, I, was, I just posted, I didn't think about what I had to do today until I looked at my calendar. Because I, I tend to deal with one day at a time. Matter of fact, my assistants were sometimes, hey, you know, you got to speak like three times this, this week. I'm like, whoa, man, don't overwhelm me. Because I'm like, I'm just doing today. I don't know what I'm going to be. I may not be here tomorrow. So I'm going to maximize today, right? So harmony is about everything that I'm doing being compatible with everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm doing emanating out of my uh, core values. See that? Say it with me. I'm just being me. So I'm not trying to become successful. Stop trying to become what you already are. You don't have to do all that. Tell somebody you be doing too much. It's all about flow. It's all about living in flow. You cannot do what you were designed to do and not prosper. Y'all got that? Say prosperity is a byproduct of fulfilling my purpose. Y'all got that? Simple as that. Prosperity. Think about everything God created. God created an orange tree, right? What does it produce? And then next season, what do they produce? Then the next season, what do they produce? Less or more? More branches means more what? Is the tree constantly growing branches? Then it's multiplying in its capacity to produce. But everything you will be, say everything I will be, I already am. How would you move if you knew that your success was inevitable? See, you move a little different when you're not trying to become something because you already know what you are. And you're just operating out of purpose. And you, a lot of people exchange purpose for desperation. Oh, I, I'm trying to become, right? I'm, you know, I was mentoring a guy who was in business with me, right? He brought me into the business we were doing together, right? I just want to be successful. And I, I said to him, because he brought me in, you know, into the business we were doing. And I said to him, I said, what if you knew you already were? I mean, what if you embrace that you are already successful, right? When you show up, right? You move a little bit different. Now, again, he brought me into the business, right? And I ended up, I came in later and ended up doing way more. And matter of fact, my only, matter of fact, I'm telling you, I went into the business with one goal. My wife and I own a property in town and country that we rent out right now, okay? My only goal for going in that company was paying off that house. Literally, that was my only goal. I'm like, I just need another stream of income. Don't take away from what I'm doing to pay off this property, right? It wasn't even a year and I paid off that house. Now, I'm hitting ranks. Be careful what happens when you start hitting ranks that people before you don't hit. Tell somebody you got to watch your squad. Because it's amazing how certain people that were eager to get me into the business 
Once I started hearing ranks, they weren't hearing Ah, oh. <laughs> good thing I didn't go into it for my identity. Look, somebody tell me I had an agenda. I had one goal with that business, pay off that property. That was the only goal I had. Does that make sense? So you got to make sure that whatever you're doing, your goals are clear. You got to make sure that you're operating uh, from, say from, value, not for value. When you operate from a knowledge of your value, you cannot help but prosper. Hello? When you operate from a clear sense of identity, you cannot help but be successful. Identity keeps you in integrity as you prosper. Y'all got that? So this is so the key really to doing anything well is that you got to know who you are and you got to know your value before you get started. Does that make sense? I knew I would do well in that company. Ask me how. I asked God to send me one more stream of income to pay off that house. Three weeks later, I'm, I'm sitting having lunch. They introduced the opportunity. By the time I get home, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I pray for this. You can't pray for something and then not move when God opens the door. And that's what many of us do. And that's why your business can't go to the next level. Because you prayed and asked God. God opened the door. Now you're waiting for confirmation. Stop. Tell somebody if you miss God, he'll find you. I want you to look at somebody tell them, be bold and courageous. Operate as if you know that what you got came from God. You can't fail. You can learn. And if you learn, you're dangerous. See? So it's always about congruence. Somebody shout harmony. Now, I want you to think about this for just a moment uh, for the sake of our, our, our context for our topic today. How to manage multiple endeavors. Right? Think about this for just a moment. So. Who's the guy that owns Tesla? Who's the guy that owns SpaceX? Who's the guy that owns X, formerly Twitter? Now, you would think he's doing a whole lot of different stuff. No, he's not. He's doing one thing well. What is the one thing he's doing well? Nope. He don't manage nothing. He, he doesn't. He's not the kind of person that can manage things well. He's a creator. He don't. He hire managers. Creators don't try to manage. Please stop that. Please stop that. Creators don't try to manage. They hire managers. See, he knows he doesn't manage well, right? But he creates so much, it doesn't matter that he doesn't manage well. Y'all hear what I just said? He creates so much that it doesn't manage. It doesn't matter that he doesn't manage well. Because he can hire managers. Okay? So anybody figured out what the one thing he does? Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> one word. Technology. Tesla is a computer. In a car. SpaceX is a computer. In a rocket. S social media app, Twitter. It's just, it's all technology. All he does is technology. That's all he does. He, he now has Neuralink. Well, he's putting computers in the brain. All he does is technology. Now, you think it's a spaceship company, and you think it's a car, and you think it's a, a social media app, and you think it's a brain company. For him, it's just technology. Y'all got that? Say congruence. All right? My brand, personally, is well-being. Okay? It's all well-being. Spiritual well-being, 
emotional well-being, uh, uh, physical well-being, relational well-being. Everything I do, financial well-being, all, everything I do centers around well-being. Everything. That makes sense? So the question is, what is the one thing you do that emanates through everything you're endeavoring to do? You got to make it harmonize because all it takes. Anybody, we had it uh, Sunday. We were singing a song and soprano was like way off left. I'm like, ah. All it takes is one thing to mess up the whole flow of things. So you got to make sure that you don't have one thing that messes up your flow. Y'all got that? That's the key. The key is congruence, right? I said this on Sunday as well. What, ask somebody, what are you for? Once you know what you are for, you automatically know what you're not for. Y'all have any idea how many business opportunities come to me? Because people covet influence. They're like, oh, I get with you. I can take this and plug it into your influence base, right? Right? So I have to know what I'm for because a lot of opportunities come to me. And I'm able to say, nope, 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 nope. Why? Because when I check what I can really be about, this ain't it. When I check what I really believe in, this ain't it. It doesn't match my what? Flow. Say flow. Right? Flow. It doesn't match my flow. And if it doesn't match my flow, if it don't fit, don't force it. Just relax and let it go. Remember that song? Y'all looking at me like y'all don't know these songs. Elder Bar. You know that song, right? All right. If it don't fit, don't force it. Just relax and let it go. Does that make sense? Don't try to make a business fit into your portfolio. Your this, Don't try to make it fit. And don't sell out because of how much money they're promising you. Don't Tell somebody, don't ever follow the money. Follow the thing that, could, that you could wake up and be excited about doing every day. Y'all got that? I did not. I set my alarm clock for 8 o'clock today. I want to get up late, right? Because I had a long night. My wife just got back in town. <laughs> Hello, somebody. I, I'm in a sexual well-being, too. Uh, hello, somebody. I'm a man, man. But I set my. <laughs> hey, I set my alarm clock for eight because I want to get up later than I normally do, which is about six, right? But I woke up at seven twenty-four, right? What there? What wakes you up? And I said Sunday. Don't tell me an alarm clock. There's got to be something if you don't have a compelling vision for life, right? You're not really living as intentionally as you should. What wakes you up? You wake up with ideas of how to be me today. Does that make sense? So congruence is the key. So the key to managing multiple things well is mastering one thing, right? Somebody shout myself. Simple as that. It's not about managing all the businesses and all the brands and all of that. That stuff, it's not the stuff. It's the condition of the person doing the stuff. Y'all got that? So that's the key is you got to master yourself. You got to master yourself and manage yourself well. The key, a key to being elite in any genre is you got to understand the connection between making your bed and executing your business plan. <laughs> Somebody shot us a straight line. Now, why? Order, 
is order wherever order is required. See, and if you can leave things out of order in your personal space, something gonna go, you're not going to be able to manage your business successfully. You got to understand the straight line. Order is order. Does that make sense? I cannot get out of my bed and leave it unmade and go be about my day. I can't do it. Ain't nothing in me can do it. Does that make sense? Everything I own has a parking space. All right. Now, y'all want to know. See, people want you to tell. Uh, they want to tell business strategy. Right. It ain't all that. It's personal order. Everything I own has a parking space. I never lose anything. I never ask my wife, have you seen my keys? Have you seen my phone? Have you seen? That don't happen. Everything I own. So I want you to think about your own personal effects. Say it all matters. Because wherever I go, there I am. Does that make sense? And this is our, one of our board members right here. She's been on board a long time. 23 years, debt free. Now, y'all know that's rare. Churches be begging for money and crying about not having enough. That's not my reality. It never has been. I've been 30 years, my wife and I, 30 years this year, debt free and without lack. But it all emanates from order. Does that make sense? Wherever you go, there you are. So there's a, so there's so everything I own has pers my personal effects have a parking space. Does that make sense? I will take these shoes off. I'll put them in the closet on the right-hand side in the bottom in between the other white shoes. That's where they go. The suit comes off. It goes in between the, the blue suits, not the black ones, not the gold ones. Everything has a parking space. Y'all got, <laughs> got what I'm saying? Say it with me. It all matters. Management is management. And if you can't manage you, you cannot manage things. If you can't manage you, if you can't manage your personal effects, you cannot manage things. Y'all got that? So how do I manage multiple endeavors? So I, I call this the one-step concept. Say one-step concept. So when you look at all that you're looking to move ahead, everything you're responsible for, working on, all of your business ideas, etc. What is one step that you must take today in order to further that area or that concept? Just one step. All right? Just one step. What is one step? What is one thing I need to do today in order to move things forward? Now, I'm going to show you how this plays out, right? So, um, right now, uh, I had to have one phone call this morning with um, our engineer toward building the apartment development that we're working on right now, right? I need to make that one phone call because they had questions of me about the plan concerning a couple of units. I had to, that's the, that's the step. That's the only thing I got to do today. I had to clarify that and a budgetary decision that I made. I had to communicate to them so that when they start talking to the city on our behalf, they know exactly what we're doing. Somebody shot one step. Now, my wife and I own multiple properties, right? that we uh, rent out, we're currently working, we'll be closing next month on another property, right? So I got an email that I have to, I have to respond to today, right? In order to move that forward, right? That's one step. So it's not, oh God, either I'm gonna build my ministry, or I'm gonna build my estate. Somebody shout both and, not either or. 
building both. Solomon built God's house and Solomon's house. And so you don't have to limit yourself and say, because I'm doing this, I can't do that. What is one step you need to take today to get that thing published? What is one step you need to take today to move toward owning that business? What is one step you need to take today to refine your brand? What is one step? So everything you're doing, every single thing you're doing, if you have goals to advance it, you got to decide. Say decide. You got to decide what is the one step I need to take today to further everything that I'm looking to move forward. Now, this helps if you do it the night before, before you go to bed, right? Before you go to sleep, list the things you got to do. If you got four businesses or three business endeavors, right? What is one step you got to take to tomorrow when you wake up to move all three of them? Somebody shot all of them. I don't want anything I'm doing to not prosper. I did not start anything for it to fail. Y'all got that? So what is one step I need to take today to move each one of them forward? So do that the night before. Now you make those things your what? priority. So you're going to, your vision is going to make you attend to that before you check one email, before you go to anybody's, before you go to an inbox, before you respond to a text message. You're going to do all of that first because you decided the night before what your priorities were. Right? That's how we do, right? See, this, this would be why we don't progress. Because your inboxes are where other people organize their agenda for your life. So you got to have an agenda for your life that's already organized. Because you know what? If you, you don't want to look back over your week and realize, I didn't get one thing done that I said was important to me. Why? Because I would run around thinking that I should make everything on somebody else's mind important to me. Does that make sense? So stay away from inboxes and text messages and all, stay away from that stuff first thing in the morning and do what you said you had to do to move your vision forward. Y'all got that? Now, another key that I want to mention is, say, the trunk. I want you to think about, look, if you look outside that window right there and you look at that tree, right? See all those limbs coming off that tree? All those branches, all those limbs, all those leaves. How many trunks? One trunk. There's only one trunk. So there are many different kinds of branches that flow out of that one trunk, but they're all related. See that? They're, everything going on out there is related to one trunk. So make sure that all of your endeavors are related to one central thing that you can innately be passionate about. Does that make sense? Just one thing. Don't try to be everything to everybody. And again, never chase money. Never chase money. You don't need to be doing all that. Y'all got that? If you operate by purpose, somebody shout, everything God created produces. Long as it stays planted where God intended it. Fish are fine in the water. Trees are fine in the ground. So long as you stay planted in the ecosystem of God's choosing, you'll produce everything God wanted you to produce, right or right. So if you're not productive, check your, check your ecosystem. Where are you planted? Right? Who's fertilizing your ideas? Come on, ask somebody, who's fertilizing your ideas? Hello? All right, when you look around you, do you have other minds? You have, do you have uh, other minds like yours or them other minds? 
I'm being serious. I could not run a multi-million dollar organization hanging around people that are complaining about how hard it is to get people to give. So I don't. I hang around people who manage 40 million and $100 million a year. That's who I'm around because they ain't complaining about those things. Hello, somebody. They're not, those are not, that's not their conversation. Their conversations are about mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Their conversations are about how to take their businesses to the next level, how to refine their personal lives so that everything they're doing is operating the way they want it to operate. See that? That makes sense. So uh, many branches, say many branches, one trunk. Got that? So who's fertilizing? If you're not prospering, check, check your ecosystem. What are you planted in? What are you being fertilized by? What are you exposed to? See that? That's all it comes down to. Because God never gave you an idea that can fail. I'm going to say that again. God never gave you an idea that can fail. But God will never make his idea work for a person who won't work, who won't move, who won't act decisively, who won't be bold and courageous, who won't spot opportunities and go toward them, who won't actually be diligent in their efforts every day because faith without works is what? It's your works that make it dead, not your faith. It doesn't matter what you believe. What matters is how you work. Does that make sense? What will you do when you can do what you want to? Come on, ask somebody. What will you do when you can do whatever you want to? Uh, see, some of us think, oh, I'm going to lay on the beach. That's it, right? So your plan is to be non-productive. <laughs> so let me get this right. You want God to prosper you enough so you don't have to depend on him and so you can be non-productive in life. That don't sound like an agenda God will back. He said, be fruitful in what? Tell somebody, God wants you to become as productive as possible. Now, here's another key to prospering in business, right? Quit trying to be successful in business and focus on creating quality of life for other people. Say it with me. I'm the, I'm, I'm the employer, not the employee. I'll never be an employee again. Never. It will never happen again. I'll never be an employee again. I'm the employer. What do you mean? Say, I believe God to create quality of life for other people. That's the key. That's the key right there. So, again, consider your ecosystem. How much time I got? Oh, I made you nervous. Nope. <laughs> uh, nope. uh, eight minutes. Eight minutes. All right. Ten keys in eight minutes. <laughs> 10 practical keys to managing multiple endeavors. We can do this. Number one, never aim at a target you do not really want to hit. Okay? People do that because they're falsely motivated by money, by people, or by opportunistic mentalities. Never aim at a target you really don't want to hit. Okay? So if you're going to uh, manage, manage multiple things, you got to make sure that everything you're endeavoring to do you really want to do number two a short pencil is better than a long memory <laughs> what do you mean by that tell somebody get stuff out of your head 
You don't need all these ideas in your head. You need them. In, see, I have a system. I use technology for everything. I don't remember. I don't try to remember anything. It all goes in technology. And I, I look at it like today. I thought about everything I got to do today. When I looked at my schedule at the top of the day and start planning to be great at everything I do. Does that make sense? So get everything out of your head. Give everything a parking space. Like all these ideas you're having. Create a parking space in your calendar. And then when you have more ideas about that same area, put it in that parking space. Number three, the masterful use of your calendar. So I want you to think about how I use my calendar, my Google calendar, right? In my calendar are meetings that my assistant set. My personal development is in my calendar. It's stated in my calendar, blocks of time for my own personal development. Devotionally, that's between me and God. Emotionally, that's between me and me. And then physically, and that's between me and my world. I want to show up the best I can in my world. So that's all in my calendar. My strategic planning is in my calendar. I'm looking at the ten, next 10 years of manifestation worldwide. I'm looking at the next 15 years of the Jones Trust. And I'm, my personal strategy is in my calendar. All right? Estate planning is in my calendar. Tasks I got to do. Reminders. You know, if I got, for example, I have leases that I have to renew. So I put a reminder uh, on Monday of the week of leases. I got to rewrite that lease and send that back to them people. I put that on the calendar next year because I don't want to go, oh my God, I forgot to get with them. No, if I'm going to make strategic moves, the bank going to ask me for a signed lease. So I got to already have that there when I get to that next level. Somebody shout forethought. So my tasks, my reminders, my deadline. Today, I have to renew all my DBAs. Well, three of my DBAs. I got to do that today. How do I know that? It was on my calendar from last year to renew three DBAs that I have. So I got to get that done today. That makes sense? I don't, put, I don't keep anything in the memory bank. If you keep everything you got to do in the memory bank, it's too full for new ideas. Y'all got that? What is your system of managing all the things you got to do, want to do outside of your memory? A short pencil is better than a long memory. I, I got it all in my head. Well, then nothing else is coming in. All right. Number four, consistency. Constantly doing what it takes to keep every area moving forward. Say constantly. Think about that. If you think of any brand that is successful, their success is highly predicated upon what they always do. Isn't that right? All right. Number five, and this one a lot of us don't think about, risk management, protecting your assets as you grow and prosper. Got a board member here. She can tell you, I don't care, church or not, people see you doing well, they're coming out to the wallet. Isn't that right, Ella Barr? She's been with me in litigation Meeting, literally settling stuff because people coming out to us for money. Isn't that right? So you got to make sure you think about risk and protecting your brand. And that's one of the reasons I created trust. I throw everything in the trust now. Mark and Lisa Jones technically don't own nothing. Put it all in the trust. And you can't sue me for it. You ain't gotten the probate can't get to it because go in the trust. Make sense? All right. Number six, strategic hiring. Okay, strategic hiring. A lot of entrepreneurs are very greedy because all they're thinking about is their comeuppage. And they're not thinking, you know what, if I hire somebody, 
I could I could multiply my efforts, increase my productivity, and then increase my income. Get rid of the need for instant gratification. Get rid of that need. Does that make sense? Many years of our organization, I wasn't taking raises. I was hiring staff. Because what would have been a raise to me, that's somebody else's job. Does that make sense? Strategic hiring is important. So don't build a business or a brand that is completely dependent upon your skills, your knowledge, and your abilities. All right? Look at somebody tell them, I hope you're not the smartest person in your business. You're in trouble if you're the smartest person in your businesses. Hello. Keep ego out of your organization. Y'all got that? All right. Uh, number seven, growth must pay for itself. So each one of those branches has to create, uh, you think about an orange tree. Every branch produces fruit. Isn't that right? So make sure, don't fall in love with an idea that ain't working. Every branch must produce fruit, right? Because you don't want to lose the whole tree over one branch. All right. Um, Number eight, trust but verify. So again, remember, if you got employees or you got people working with you or whatever their nature, their, how they interface with your brand and your business, you got to make sure that you do regular meetings to ensure that your practice, your productivity, and your prosperity are all moving the way you thought they should. Your practices matter. Are you operating from principle, right? Uh, Principle-based operations will prosper. Uh, are you productive? And then are you really prospering? Is it really working? Is it, you know, if they write this down, if there is no mission, if there is no margin, there is no mission. All right. And then number nine, strategic quitting. <laughs> strategic quitting. Never fall in love with an idea that's not working. Okay. You know, I, I've got uh, in, in what we do, you know, I, I met with somebody yesterday. And I'm, I'm, listen, I'm like, I'm looking at income versus expense and I'm giving deadlines for productivity. Why? Because I will chop it off if it does not produce consistently what it needs to, because we're not going to lose a whole trunk trying to say a whole tree trying to say one branch. Does that make sense? Strategic quitting. You got to know when to quit something. And then lastly, cultivate friendships with strategic thinkers and strategic movers. Does that make sense? All right. So really, in summary, what it comes down to, if you're, in, if you're looking to manage multiple things well, it all comes back to congruence. Make sure that you really are doing what you can be passionate about without even trying. If, you don't, if you're not motivated to jump up and do that business, shut it down. It ain't what you really want. Because if it's real to you, if it's passionate, if you're passionate about it, if you find a sense of purpose in it, you're always going to jump up motivated to do it. You're always going to have new ideas on how to do it better, how to do it differently. That's the way you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Turn it back over to Wendy.